This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, certainly Canada's economy has been recovering uh, from, from the depths of the pandemic. I mean, unemployment still remains at uh, near record lows. But uh, we should be careful about, you know, glossing over some of the real challenges that exist when it comes to the Canadian economy, and in particular when it comes to our productivity and productivity growth. This is, is a weak area, one that, that really needs to be addressed. There's a new study out uh, today from the C.D. Howe Institute looking at some of the challenges around business investment in Canada and why we're seeing an investment at such low levels right now. What are the implications when it comes to productivity growth by extension then, Canada's competitiveness, and when it comes to job and income growth in this country? So all things that are incredibly important if we want Canada to thrive. You can read more at cdhow.org. Uh, Joining us to talk about this study called A Threat to Prosperity, Canada Should Mind the Business Investment Gap. Uh, very pleased to welcome to the program uh, here this morning, the co-author of this piece, who is also C, uh, CEO at the C.D. Howe Institute, William Robson. Joining us uh, on the line here this morning. Bill, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Uh, thank you for having me, and uh, we'll get into this topic and uh, hope to see some rays of light by the time we're done. Yeah, let's hope so. So let's talk about where things are at when it comes to business investment in Canada. So, you you know, the study points out that it, it, it's really weak at the moment. So what's what's gone wrong there? Well, it's hard to put your finger on a, any single cause, uh, but there are some big suspects, including uh, the the difficulty that we've been having um, uh, getting our energy uh, resources developed into market. Um, the thing, though, that really stands out when you look at our performance since 2015 is how weak uh, business investment has been across the board. And that has mattered uh, uh, at times during the recovery. I mean, with, with the recovery from COVID, we've had so much consumption in government spending that the economy has powered ahead, yeah. uh, notwithstanding the investment being weak. But the trouble with weak business investment is that over time, uh, what you're what you're doing is you're you're not uh, putting in places the resources that are going to enable you to maintain that income growth. It's a bit like eating your seed corn. And so when we look at what's happening with uh, investment right across the board, it has been weak for a number of years now. And what that says is kind of the recovery. We're running on fumes at this point. And if we don't get higher investment, we're going to see living standards stagnate. When we talk about investments, and, and that can involve a lot of things, right? Companies, uh, you know, in, investing in, you know, a, a footprint in Canada, obviously companies expanding, these kinds of things. So what, what are we talking about when we talk about business investment? All of the types of investment that involve, uh, you know, sort of deferring consumption. So any any time that you... Uh, uh, instead of eating that corn, you you put it aside to grow future corn. Uh, that's uh, that's a type of investment. And um, when Statistics Canada tallies it all up, 
there is housing, which we leave to one side because housing has been doing quite well in Canada and arguably perhaps even uh, so much investment in residential construction that we're, we're, we don't have as many resources for the other things. But what they, what they tally up is they look at non-residential structures and some of that's uh, engineering and some of that is buildings. So warehouses, pipelines and so on. Uh, there is machinery and equipment. And then more recently, a, a big focus on intangible investment, intellectual property products, uh, which in sort of the digitizing uh, new economy is an area where we would expect to see uh, 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 a lot of our future prosperity uh, hinged to that. So all of these types of capital matter and the tally for business investment that we're looking at is the total of all of those things. How does Canada compare right now to, well, the United States would be our, mo- our closest competitor, but uh, other OECD economies? Well, what's it, the, it, it's not a pretty picture, and and one of the things that uh, uh, people naturally look at. I mean, quarter by quarter, we get the GDP numbers from Statistics Canada, and we naturally look at how we're doing relative to the past. And there has been a bit of an uptick in some of these areas, uh, as you would hope for and expect to see coming out of a recession like the one that we just had. Um, but what's peculiar is that. Uh, compared to other countries, uh, we are really falling behind. The United States is the most alarming comparison. I mean, if you do uh, a comparison per worker, as we do, of how much new investment is going into place, uh, we're investing at barely half the rate uh, that the United States is right now. And many of the capital-intensive economies in Europe also seem to be powering ahead. So some of the explanations that people give for why business investment might be weak in Canada, uh, maybe we just are moving into a, a less capital-intensive economy. It takes less steel to make things nowadays. It takes less concrete to make these uh, to, to make things these days. All that's true, but that's true everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and so there seems to be something peculiarly wrong in Canada, uh, and some of it has to do with the energy industry for sure. Um, but that doesn't explain weakness in other areas. We're very weak in intellectual property products. We're very weak in machinery and equipment. So that's not just a sectoral story. That's right across the board. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, let's talk about what goes into these investment decisions, and and that might help us understand, like, what's holding back or, or what's wrong in Canada at the moment anyway. 
Well, there are a couple of you can think of it in terms of carrots and sticks. And um, from a business point of view, uh, uh, carrots are nicer than sticks. And you can think of things like uh, things that we could do maybe on the tax regime to make investment a bit more rewarding. Uh, and I think there's much to be said about that. We, at the moment, seem to have uh, quite a bit of pessimism in the business sector about uh, – I we, we focus naturally at the CD Housing on policy, and there's a bit of a sense, particularly in Ottawa, that uh, the government's not that – uh, friendly to business, not that concerned about business issues. Um, there's also the stick side of it, though. Um, one of the things that spurs businesses to invest is competitive pressure. And so sometimes if you look at areas, I mean, there are some parts of our economy that are deliberately uh, cartelized, like dairy products. Yeah. Uh, there are other areas where people think that we could ha- have more competition, such as in telecommunications. Uh, when you look across the board, you might say perhaps there's just not quite enough of that uh, competitive anxiety that would drive Canadian businesses to invest. So both sides of it, I think. On the regulatory and tax side, uh, we could use a few more carrots, and maybe on the competitiveness side, we could use a few more sticks. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's interesting to look at it that way because it doesn't feel like... I don't get the sense of productivity. There's not a productivity agenda in Ottawa right now. Productivity does not seem to be a policy priority. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, no, it's not. Um, there's there's much more concern about redistribution, yeah. uh, and there's a fair amount of just straightforward consumption. I mean, the federal government itself has grown enormously, uh, not not uniquely. I mean, other governments are also spending a lot just on their own operations, but that seems to be uh, much more of the focus nowadays, uh, and 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 not a, a business agenda. And that's too bad because. Uh, I mean, we do need higher investment. And I mentioned already, I'll just underline a couple of the areas uh, that are conspicuously weak, machinery and equipment and intellectual property products. Uh, that's not the case in the United States. Uh, we used to invest about the same amount per worker if you go back a decade or so in intellectual property products, those intangible investments, uh, databases, software, and so on. Uh, they're now investing at four times the rate per worker that we are. In machinery equipment, it's not quite as dramatic, but this gap has really widened. And these are the areas where you would think uh, we would be investing a lot in order to take advantage of new technologies and produce uh, you know, jobs that are going to be high-earning jobs, less physically dangerous than some of the jobs that people had in the past. So it's very concerning to see Canada so weak in those areas. And I think it would be helpful if all governments, and particularly the federal government, uh, looked harder at this and said, OK, what can we do to improve Canada's position so that we don't end up, you know, if, if our, I, I, I'm talking about machinery and equipment, it's also property products, but, you know, let's Let's face it, if your neighbor is using an excavator and you're digging with a shovel, uh, it's pretty obvious who's going to earn the better salary. All right. So what do we need to do to start to turn this around? What does a productivity, a pro-growth agenda look like? Well, there are a couple of things that uh, I'll I'll focus just on the federal government uh, right away. One of the things that we've uh, suggested we do an annual shadow budget at the C.D. Howe Institute is just have an investment, a general investment tax credit. Uh, It's not the only answer, and it's uh, tax purists will have well-founded objections to that kind of a mechanism. But one of the things that I like about that is uh, very easy to do. Uh, it's it's a straightforward kind of innovation. You can introduce it uh, easily, and everybody understands how it works, uh, uh, including in the corporate sector on on the tax side. And it'd be such a conspicuous signal that the federal government was paying attention to these things. Uh, at the moment, 
the incentives for investment that we're seeing coming out of the federal government, particularly, although they're not the only uh, wrongdoer in this area, it, so much of it is subsidies, right? They want us to build certain types of, you know, carbon uh, sequestration and so on and so on, uh, green energy. Well, the trouble with subsidies is that that's governments picking winners. And as fiscal pressures grow in the future, we know they're going to with the debts that we've run up. You can't count on those things being there. So just something nice, visible uh, on the tax side uh, that's that's more neutral, you know, not governments telling one sector they're getting money, but the other sector they're not. Um, as I say, it's not the only thing that we could do, but it is very straightforward, and I think it would be a real eye-opener. Uh, business people would notice it, they, uh, particularly in the current environment, and they say, hey, that's a, that's a change. That's something new. Much more is mentioned at uh, cdhow.org. Bill Robson, uh, great insight. Thanks so much for joining us here this morning. Appreciate Thanks for it. having me. All right. There you go. That's William Robson, co-author of this report, CEO at the CD Howe Institute.